Hello and welcome to the Point in Progress podcast, episode 31. That's right, 31. Your one stop shop for news, recommendations, and some spicy takes. Join five friends across three time zones in two countries every week as we discuss all things that we love while still thinking critically of them. Today, I have the, the regular cast of cr- the cast and crew of Point in Progress. I have, I'm surrounded by kids. Hello, Dad. When are we going? Tr- you promised we were going trick or treating. It's it's oh it's eight o'clock. Mom said you dress up. Mom, mom is a mom liar. said. Mom said we were going to the rich neighborhood. They give I out dollars instead of casual. candy. I'm business casual. Okay, I'm business casual right now. Okay. Dad, you look like you're trying to go to for a job interview. <laughs> business casual. <laughs> Frank, how are you doing? <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, just chilling, you know, um, just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a standard Friday, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I found that's out fair. some revelations on Final Fantasy fourteen earlier that blew my fucking mind. Yeah. But, I thought uh, you were talking about the Bible. You were talking about Final Fantasy? The, I was Bible, not talking Final about the Bible. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, Final, Fan- okay. Final Fantasy has become my Bible anyway, so. Okay. Okay. All right, <laughs> Sly, how are you doing? It's been a long day. It's gonna be an even longer night, but I'm alive. I like the the just oh. the the mirror mm-hmm. image. I, there's like two of you on the screen right now. There's two of you. Yeah, yeah. I'm currently a grumpy, 106 year old man. Uh, not too far <laughs> off from my usual state. So. <laughs> uh, and then we have Mario, who is just bleeding all. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop, Mario! Bro. <laughs> that candy's oh, good. That's like that, that's like half blood or fake blood and half spit that's coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> that can't taste good. It tastes like <laughs> pure ass. Just pure ass. Just awesome. okay. You wouldn't know what that tastes for like. For audio audio listeners, <laughs> which you don't know what I'm saying for. For, for, uh, <laughs> for audio listeners, uh, Mario has this whole blood thing happening. Um, Fee, how are you doing? <laughs> Um, well, feeling pretty paralyzed on one side of my face right now. Um, it is hurting out in these uh, streets. Um, but it's I'm cold, man. It's nice. cold. And for yeah. audio listeners, for audio listeners, you should Frank say has a costume. fallout mask on. That's what I say. We should say what then, our costumes are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forgot. I, I'm sorry. For audio listeners, uh, Frank has the fallout mask on. And then he has a leather jacket, which everybody has jackets on for everybody. That, that, that is, is true. I do. I'm wearing a jacket as well. Yeah, everybody's wearing a jacket except me, apparently. And I, I have a tie on. I'm business casual right like, here. Actually, this is um, Frank's real costume. This, this is what he came for. Look at that. Okay. Yeah, yeah he is now. He is now Iron That's Man. Pretty damn sexy. <laughs> or Deathstroke. I don't know which one. Wow. One of them. There we go. There we go. All of them. The Red All Hood. Them. Oh, Red Hood. Uh, okay. And then we have Sly, who is. Uh, the Winter Soldier. There's uh, a ca- Sebastian Stan. Casual Winter Soldier. Oh, yeah, the yeah. casual Winter Soldier. I'm, I'm Bucky in Romania just getting some plums, man. <laughs> Doing his best. That's what you he meant by plums. goddamn plums. Now that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, what are the fucking yeah, plums? So this, is, I, uh, I, this is before he's been fucking mind-melded with the Soviets. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I asked Mario to try to guess my costume, and I gave him three hints. And number one was plums. 
no uh, idea. No idea what you're talking about. Civil War starts out. He just wants to get some goddamn no, clothes. Sly, I would have guessed you just you drive a Ford F one fifty, and you hang. You, I would I would imagine guy who hangs oh. out at, at at Menards and drives a Ford F one fifty. I would like to um, put in my idea of um, season two opener from C- um, Supernatural. The guy who hit the no, who the person who hit the Winchester's um, Impala with his massive eighteen wheeler truck and came out and said, "Oh my God, did I do that?" After he got possessed by a demon and hit the Impala and sideswiped it. That's who like currently looks like. There you go. All right, Harm. and then we have uh, we have. Uh, uh, Mario, who is I think a a person from Blade. No, I am not. I I am I'm a, I'm a, my version. There's a subset of vampire films that are just about dudes who wear leather and like get get in bar fights, and that's the kind yeah, of film. Blade? I like. It's uh no, that's that's disco rooms. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh someone from Near Dark. Severn from Near Dark it was a great okay. film. Catherine Bigelow. I'm looking at you. And then we have uh, Fee, who is half skeleton, half Fee, right now personifying the TikTok dance, the skeleton dance. Yeah, what is that? Spooky, scary skeletons. (laughs) It's a rain down your spine. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Nailed it. Soulful catcher, Bones. Seal your gym tonight. Again, I am business casual. Um, welcome. Also, Fee. Your fake costume. We get it. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I am, I am all. My shit is all packed up. I am like living out of. I've been living out of boxes for like a month, guys. God, man, how much is the rent? Entire life. Huh? How much is the rent? My rent. I heard that life is free. Okay, my rent is too expensive. Um, but guys, thank you guys so much. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode thirty-one. Uh, before we get into uh, everything, we're going to go into the checkpoint and we're going to get into housekeeping. Good vibes. F- okay, for the first thing we have good vibes for Aloka Fox and her family. Alakwa Cox. Okay, okay. Alakwa Cox is uh, playing Echo in the upcoming Hawkeye show. And she posted today that her dad has been in the hospital for the past week. So just sending her all the good vibes and love her way um yeah yeah also sending good vibes to asmund gold and his family man yeah his uh his mom just passed away as well this week yeah um, sucks man he, tr- he really did try yeah yeah so all sending good vibes to him too sly also for housekeeping will be in seattle in seattle advanced screening of eternals you're gonna be watching it early mm-hmm. yeah so on tuesday there's an advanced screening with open captions happening in Seattle. I will be there. If you will also be there, hit me up. Say hi. It'll be a party. I'm very excited. Heck yes. And then Mario, you have finished season two of Halo Forever. That's right. That is. Uh, it was another undertaking. There was about 13 episodes in this season. Uh, had a blast. Uh, thank you to all the guests that stopped by. Um, it was definitely an undertaking. Uh, I, of course, for the announcement for season three, um, it is on a temporary hiatus just so I have a better planning for it uh, going forward and how that goes uh, to the future, which I think Frank is, uh, I think we confirmed already, you're going to be the first guest on season three. So there we go. Frank will be the first person that will be on season three. God, the blood yeah. Hell yeah. 
I, I don't even sound while wearing this. Good, I don't actually. Even know. You actually sound good. Yeah, you good. actually sound okay, cool. horrible, so. All right, cool. Yeah, you're all muffled yeah. like you were in the other mask, so it worked good. Oh, awesome. Even better, then. Yeah, because yeah. your other mask is was terrible. Oh, um, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but after the housekeeping, now we're, now we're going to talk about what we've been playing slash watching. We're going to start with, Fee, what have you been playing slash watching? Okay. Guys. I have been absolutely obsessed since I've seen it of Dune. I didn't expect it to, I didn't expect to like it so much. I went in kind of like, I knew that um, it was obviously a very popular sci-fi um, movie, like book, like it was a bunch of books. Then it was the movies in um, 1984. And then they had the children of Dune series. And I'm like, okay, like this is going to be entertaining, but I did not realize how freaking impactful that movie was i went to see it in imax and from start to finish i was just like i want to know more about this entire series so i've been deep diving because i've always heard to be able to enjoy the dune series you need to for some reason read the book twice and i'm like i'm cutting out the middleman and i'm going to do as much research as i can about this series and so harv had to listen to me today get very confused about a specific plot point and he's just like Fee, I haven't read this in like a decade and I'm like I need someone to answer this question for me so if any of our listeners have read Dune recently or have a vast knowledge of the Dune universe please hit me up because I have a very important question um, and I will not be asking it here because it will not make any sense and it is also a spoiler so I will not ask it here so yeah. I will say you are not uh, doing anything to make to disprove that you and liz are actually the exact same person um this is this is my like conspiracy theory i'm pretty sure you and liz are the same person uh you're both in nova scotia Correct. uh you <laughs> both are obsessed with dune now i it it just keeps growing and growing it's just it's it was really really good um the entire cast did phenomenal. Um, they definitely put it, like, and I'm going to be making, if not everyone on this channel, like in this podcast, watch it this weekend because I have the weekend off and I really want to rewatch it. And so I watched 30 yeah. minutes of it just because I was like, I just want to see it. I, I, yeah. I have no idea what's going on in the film other than when I watched the original David Lynch film. And yeah. a big chunk of that is in that 30 minutes that I've seen. And yes. so it is a gorgeous looking movie. I am curious to see how it progresses past what I saw. Um, yes. Just because I wanted to get the vibe of the film. I, I've seen trailers all the time, but I'm just curious like how it went. And I think it's going at a brisk pace where I understand what's happening without it yes. you know, being like over the head with it. So I'm curious to see what the rest of the uh, time with the movie is. And now the fact that we are got a confirmation that there's a part two. It's true. So yeah, I plan on actually buying the book series this weekend, the first six books, and then going from there. Um, but yeah, I've been watching that. Um, well, I've been like just watching videos about it. Um, playing some Dead by Daylight, um, which has been a lot of fun, um, especially since it is spooky season. Um, we haven't got had the ability to play too much of it because we have been doing a lot of Final Fantasy um, because we just recently finished um, Shadowbringers. So that was a 
very well spent like time just going through and actually not having to rush through it but also being able to really enjoy it because we split it up into two sections which was great but yeah dbd has been fun um if i see the twins um it is on site and i will leave instantaneously <laughs> because if i have to hit a baby off of me who's trying to take out my throat i am sick of it i am sick oh. of this shit i do not need to see that baby again um for I, will, who... I, I will kick a baby in the face um, for some context, it is an original uh, monster from Dead by Daylight, the Critters of Dead by Daylight, where it is a French woman um, from, I think, the 18th, like, 18th century, like, France, um, who grew up with her um, twin brother, um, who was actually a, almost like a fraternal twin, who's been living in her chest cavity. So, uh, fun fact, um, he jumps out of her chest cavity when she yells and just chases after you. So you just see this demonic um, bloody baby chasing after you on four legs going and just like That is exactly the sound. It's so it gross. I hate it. I hate it. it it's so bad. But uh, well done, the um, creators of DVD, because you've made some of my most, like, like some of my favorite horror, like, characters such as the Huntress, the Plague um and just a bunch of other ones as well. The storylines are phenomenal. If you haven't already, or if you aren't really interested in playing in the game, just read about the characters and the killers because they are incredibly thought through and just overall, just the way that everything is connected together. It's the reason why I'm like really excited about the Dead by Daylight franchise and just overall because of the stories and just how they ended up in this particular situation. Even the main killers that we know like Michael Myers and now Pinhead and their stories and how they ended up in the actual, like with the entity. Um, so yeah, um, highly recommend it. Really spooky, scary. And yeah. And I, I'm going to put out someone. I was going to say, up? I want to probably, we should probably put up that match we did when Frank spiked the baby uh, on, and Halloween. We should just post that just because it was a good match. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta grab that clip. I also gotta grab a clip from our shadow bringers thing last night. Cause it, uh, the other night it was fucking hilarious. Yeah. There was a creature that I never want to see again. That creature <laughs> can go to hell and that's where it belongs. It's a, you'd think that Dune would prepare me for worm creatures, but nothing prepared me for that dark souls oh my God, inspired yeah. bs she, I, she, we we had to like convince her for a good like five minutes to tell her it's fine we can fight this thing because she kept on going behind a pillar to like hide herself from the monster we're about to fight because like she hates <laughs> one she hates worms and then two the teeth are like human teeth that it has and like human eyes and it just it's weird it is a very weird monster very weird oh monster. yeah Harvey. Type the name in the in the disc in the thing. I'll look for it. I just want to. See oh, good luck. <laughs> no, I don't even remember the name of it. It's I, I remember what it. Beast. We'll just call yeah, it bastard. <laughs> um, let's see if I can find an image. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh oh yeah. Oh yeah. You want me to just put it in Discord? I need a link. No, just put it in the in the in the in, in the, the document. Doc? Yeah, so I can. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Right there. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I am excited about Dune. I cannot wait. I need to watch it. I'm only, I've read the first 
two books. No, I read all the books except the last book, I think, for Dune. Um, uh, oh. I, I'm thinking of Wheel of Time. I'm thinking of Wheel of Time right now. But uh, that, that's oh, something else. This thing? Yeah, this thing. <gasps> oh, that thing. Look, that look, at, thing. Look, at, look at, look at no. the teeth. They're like real no. teeth. No. That thing is no. so creepy. Okay, I just want to say, I here's the deal, guys. For people who are confused and why I hate it so much, I am the tank in our group. That means I have to face this fucker the entire fight. And so not only do I have to deal with this BS of not liking worms and, like, the creepy crawly, like, spindrel fingers on the sides and this face, I'm, like, face-to-face -face with this creature, like, here. with, And so I have to constantly have my camera on facing this thing. And I'm just, like, I don't want to do this. I just don't want to do this. And I did make the mistake of going into first person in another fight, and it was this huge tentral creature with one eye and when i clicked on first person mode all you like it just goes straight to this massive eyeball staring straight into my soul and i'm like i'm done i and i screamed i'm like this is not it this is not i thought maybe i could hide maybe i who knows but i couldn't and here i am traumatized for life because the final fantasy i'll still play it but god forbid um but yeah that's been essentially my week yeah heck yeah, yeah. Uh... Frank, what have you been playing slash watching this week? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Dead by Daylight. I've been trying to at least. Uh, I know we're playing a little bit tonight, aren't we? Right? Is that is that still happening? I want to. That's the plan. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the plan. For all right, you all, cool. Yeah. yeah, I've been playing a little bit of DBD. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Red Dead Redemption again. That game's still fun, man. That game still has everything I kind of want in a west, like an old west setting. And just like the freedom of the old West, I, I love that game so much. It, it's I I didn't give it a fair shot on PC because I it, it came out on PC pretty quick compared to GTA like five. Um, but once I got it on PC, I was like, I already kind of did everything on PS4. I don't really have to play this game all over again. But I think I, I I've hit that time where it's it's already been about two maybe three years I think since that game came out on PC. So I've been kind of I, I, I jump back into it and it's I've had a I've had a blast just kind of just re re like living the world again and kind of finding things I'd never found before and just kind of exploring, you know? It's 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 a great game. And I really do hope that like I, I kinda wanna try out the multiplayer for it, because I've heard it's gotten better. Uh but we'll see. We'll see. And then of course we played Final Fantasy fourteen this week. Uh the best game ever. Uh, the 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 fucking primo ending game, I would say. Um, oh, makes me happy. Makes me so happy. I'm I'm glad, dude. I shit you not. I don't say this lightly, but that ending to Shadowbringers is some of the best shit I've ever seen in gaming, and that's saying something because I played a lot of fucking games. It, it guys, I, I'm gonna tell you guys right now, it's just gonna get better. When five point oh, yeah. three, when five point three hits, I we we have to record everybody's POV for that. 100% and then put it onto either the PIP uh, YouTube or some. We got to put it somewhere because it is fucking crazy. I cannot wait. I can't wait till 5.3. It's going to be so fun. Yeah. Sly, what have you been playing slash watching this week? Yeah. So, uh, Voice of Cards came out this week, which is. The card game that Frank wanted to shit on. Um, I I didn't get. Very I haven't far. heard of I it. I just got through 
I, I've literally talked about it like three times, my dude. Um, uh, I didn't play much of it. I got through the first little bit. Um, the characters you play in the demo is not the main character, which I was actually really excited about. Um, so I just like did the first area. Um, oh, that came out yesterday. Then, yeah, I picked up Behind the Frame. And a couple other games with the Steam Halloween sale. And nice. oh my gosh. I This was a game I was really excited for. I just didn't have any expendable income when it came out. So I was really excited to pick it up. It is everything I could have ever wanted from this game. It's like a cozy mystery puzzle game. The art's gorgeous. The story was beautiful. The ending made me cry. Um, I've only played it through one time. I'm going to try to at least get one more playthrough this weekend. But I... If you haven't picked up this game, again, it's on sale. I think it's like 15 bucks. It is a gorgeous story. A really pretty game. And I just had so much fun with it. Um... So, I highly recommend. Um, and then I've been reading some comics as per usual. Uh, <laughs> shocker. Um, I uh, read West Coast Avengers this week, which I think might be. It's the 2018 West Coast Avengers. Yeah, I think OG might one. be my favorite comic series I've read so far. Oh, Marvel. Um, Interesting. Of Marvel. I haven't heard um, that one on the podcast. Freaking Marvel, you know? <laughs> uh, but West Coast Avengers is really good. Uh, it's I it's beautiful. The story is super fun. I I really like the characters. It's queer. It's fun. Uh, there's a lot of like great like just casual representation there's asl it's like there's an interracial couple like there's an anything you could want in a story this is giving it to you it's great i love it um i also read freefall hawkeye freefall the 20 i think it's 2020 mm. uh which was really interesting story uh it dives it's revisiting the idea of who is Clint versus Hawkeye versus Ronan. And I think it actually did pretty well with that. So um, that one's pretty short. I think it's just like six issues or something. But it was a really good story as well. Um, but yeah, that's basically all I've been up to. Heck yeah. Heck Yeah. Yeah, Vo Voice of Carlos cool. Behind the Frame, I think V played that, right? Behind I the sure Frame. I did. I streamed yeah. it. Yeah. So it, it seems like a, it seems like a cool little indie game. I heard it's very sad. Yes, it is. I wouldn't say v the ending is sad. Yeah. But I, I, I think the way they tell this story is really intriguing, and it's kind of. Um, I would describe it in fanfic terms as hurt comfort. So it's painful, but then it makes you feel better about life. So. Nice. Nice. 
Mario, how about you, buddy? Are you, well, is the blood out of your mouth? The blood is out of my mouth. I have water right next to me, so I can actually speak. Um, and I don't have my fake teeth in. But uh, I've been uh, dabbling in a bunch of things. I'll make just quick mentions, just like super quick. Uh, I bought Hito, uh, Hito Kojima's uh, book that he has, which is a collection of articles that he wrote, uh, basically talking about things that he likes. And I think it's awesome. So it's just, you know, music, uh, movies, and films that he enjoys. And him basically speaking on why it speaks to him. So definitely excited to get deeper into that book. I pretty much am like in the first like 100 pages. Um, so excited to try that. It's called The Creative Gene. It's available uh, from Viz Media. Uh, it's on Amazon. That's where I bought it for like 20 bucks. So it's a hardcover. It's really nice. So I'm very excited to get through that a little bit. Uh, I played Deathloop finally uh, for the first time. Oh, yeah. How would you like that? Uh, it's terrible. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm joking. That's a joke. It's uh, everything that <laughs> Frank said in his Deathloop review which of course you find here at Point in Progress, uh, is absolutely true. This game is fantastic. Um, I like how it's getting me through the loops without feeling um, too left behind and too scared to attempt going to four different areas and conquering eight people. Um, the way that they're guiding at me through with the sort of leads that they have there to learn more information of how I could potentially uh, make the loop quicker for myself. Uh, fascinating. And I think that the actual... Uh, game itself just feels great to play. I, I'm not normally a Dishonored person, other than I, I beat the first one, you know, just because I had an interest to it. But for some reason, I have no interest going in any further than the first one, only because I do like my stealth games. But for some reason, it just first person never really works for me uh, when it comes to that, for some reason. But when it comes to uh, Deathloop, where it's it's not really stealth, even though I'm still stealthing around like crazy, uh, definitely being able to just, like, when the shit hits the fan, I feel like I'm powerful enough to just go at it, and the f- game is not punishing me for it. Um, except for one yeah. island, where a thing might just blow up just because <laughs> if I don't do something. But uh, you learn how to get through that, too. So, yeah, the game is fantastic. Um, I'm excited to play more. Um, I'm just really just in a couple of hours in right now. So I already got a couple slabs for excited to get some more guns and get through that. Um, the other game that I finished this week, which I started, uh, I finally got into the Dark Pictures anthology games, which I know that I think mm-hmm. Harv's going to talk about a little bit later, but I played the first one in that trilogy that's available right now, which is Man of Medan. And the reason why I didn't play it until now is because everyone kind of shitted on it when it first uh, kind of came out. And I was a huge fan of uh, Dawn of the Dead. I'm sorry, Until Dawn, which Dawn. was their Dawn last... Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead, right? Their last, was it was, sick, it was their first, it was their first jump into this whole... This sort of thing, yeah, where it is a story-based sort of Telltale-esque, but a lot more... Uh, movement and characters that have different like relationships depending on you actually get like meters that like um, tells you where you are with the relationship with that person uh, a lot more quick time events and uh, they're played by real actors like even like v- visually captured like the first one had so many stars in it that was actually pretty cool so it is interesting how these are take a uh, take maybe one or two big stars that are like the leads of it and then they move on from there um, but yeah, uh, Banner Man, honestly, I enjoyed it. I know that I think it's just because I had super lower expectations of it. And mm. overall, I think I had a pretty solid time with it. It's not long at all. Um, did I want to replay it again immediately? No, the characters probably are not the most interesting thing. Unlike the fact that I platinumed until dawn because I cared about the people and I actually wanted to see other examples of things happening. This one, I got everyone to survive 
And that's all I need. I don't need to go any further than that. Um, I do love that there's some great documentaries on there, especially the history of anthology series, which this is because the next game is just a whole nother story. And uh, yeah, so if you are just, you know, inching for good Spooky's Time stories, these games are fun. Um, the fact that they are interactive and the way that they have, you know, different choices that can be made. And uh, yeah, I think checking out Man of Badan, because uh, it's on Game Pass. That's how I experienced it. It's, you know, if you have Game Pass, you can play it on PC or on your Series X or Cloud, um, which, by the way, my system, my system randomly updated. And now I can just cloud any game on the console. Like, I don't even have to, like, download anything now. So I, I jumped in the Battlefield, uh, the last one, without downloading it, which is like a 100 gig game. And it ran fucking surprisingly smooth. Um, see how, I'm going to explore that a little bit later. But, um, but yeah, that's an option for you to download Man of Dan. Um, the game, though, that I do want to talk just a little bit more about is that I finished Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game. Um, it is a, without revealing how many chapters in it, it is, I beat it in 16 hours. Um, it is a meaty story. And what I love about it is that it feels substantial in a way that Spider-Man feels substantial in terms of the choices that the character makes and the story and the, you know, the, the overall um, weight of what's going on. Like this feels like its very own thing, even if it is mired in people, you know, loving the James Gunn movies and has that kind of spirit, but it definitely has a lot more comic book elements into it while telling its own story. And that's what I thought uh, was really awesome about it the combat is fun um however i will say you only get to play as star lord that's who you are and throughout the whole, the whole game but yeah i think that was already announced that that's that's what it was mm -hmm. right yeah it's mass yeah. effect it's mass effect uh like yeah. in the sense that like you are controlling the main you know shepherd and you, you can have direct. like those huddle things though right they, they that is like your ultimate that's your ultimate honestly the huddle is probably the worst thing in the game which sucks. Um, I just kind of wish that because it just takes a lot of time to do um, to do the huddle, and it's not even that interesting of a mechanic. Just so that way you could play '80s tunes, and you don't like get to choose to the '80s tunes. It's sort of randomized. So one time I did it, and all of a sudden uh, I got rickrolled. And I was like, you son of a oh. bitch. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and it was like a climactic scene and just like, you know, you get rickrolled with this song. And uh, but there's some good songs in there. Um, not enough like heavy hitters. Like I would love more like Van Halen in there. Um, but it was more like um, Culture Club, which is a great band. I like Culture Club. But, uh, you know, still overall, I think that if you are into Marvel as a like company that's finally coming up and making Arkham Asylum like games, this is in the pantheon, in my opinion, in that ilk of games. This is not a throwaway, hey, we're cash grabbing this, you know, Spider-Man game or this, you know, Iron Man game because there's a movie coming out or whatever. This is substantial in itself and characters that exist on themselves that I'm excited for further adventures. And I think that's what made this game a lot of fun. I think if you uh, have a chance to try it out, Frank is the one that actually suggested because I actually got a $50 coupon for GameStop saved up and he suggested i get it and i'm like yeah smart so uh if you get it on sale doesn't matter i just play the game i just think it's a fun game to play I'm if it goes i'm really in glad to hear you say that yeah this is this is a game i've been kind of excited about i you know i don't have the, the liquid to buy it right now but sure. it's something i'm really excited about 
And so I'm really, I'm really glad to hear your perspective on it. This is definitely something I'll put on my wish list. And one of the first things I did too is when I, I switched on uh, subtitle captions, closed captions, they actually had that as an option. And then I sent that to you. It was like, yeah, they, they actually have a super solid accessibility menu that Steven Saylor and Dude, um, some does other the people. Captions actually make sense. Yes. Like, wow. If anybody's played uh, the Avengers game with captions, <laughs> they're awful they're literal trash i mean i wonder so, why i mean the game is uh, never mind <laughs> so. i I've, i had fun with the game i when i get my setup back i'll, I'll finish it it's i'm not saying it's perfect by any means it has a lot of problems yes but the captions being utter trash are one of the big ones. here's what i'll say if you had to pick between <laughs> avengers and guardians of the galaxy Guardians of the Galaxy, a thousand percent. Oh yeah. Okay. You'll get your money's worth by playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Costumes are awesome too. So I, I like I, I gravitate towards single player stuff most most of the time. Yeah. So when it comes to <clears throat> when it comes to the Marvel universe, I, I have I, I don't have a hard time differentiating between movie uh stuff and games and or whatever it is because I know because they're I know that they're different stories hmm. but like I don't have that like that problem a lot of people do with the uh, with with that kind of thing yeah um so like this I know this is a different story different actors and all that kind of stuff different it's a different raccoon it's a different star lord it's a different Gamora so I'm, I'm oh. excited I'm excited to jump into it once I'm gonna wait till it gets goes on sale and then I'm gonna jump into it and give it a, give it a Black whirl. Friday is right around um, the corner I'm gonna wait till that game is thirty dollars. So yeah, something like that, right? So uh, I, I I am going to play it though. I am going to jump into it at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. I, I do want to mention something though. <laughs> I was gonna say I bought Joking. Xbox. I went on the Xbox, and it was sixty bucks, and I got the free upgrade to Series X. Love it. Smart oh, that's delivery. That's pretty cool. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Smart yeah, delivery here. Yeah. Here in Canada, it's eighty dollars. So it's, it's oh, yeah, a yeah. little bit more it's, of a it's seventy on PlayStation Five, just because. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. because. So it, that is a hundred bucks here on PlayStation. Yeah, so. yeah, it'd be ninety dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then plus, real. yeah, plus taxes and stuff. So um, uh, Mar- Marvel's just become the new anime on this podcast, eh? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Y'all giving us all that shit for you talking about anime thing. all of a sudden? Oh no 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 no! Is Red Hood not for Marvel? No, no that's DC. Yeah, yeah, it's one hundred percent a Marvel character. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. All I'm saying is, it's on site. Y'all gave me, y'all gave me and Fee shit for all that, all those anime and Final Fantasy references. It's on site. I don't know what, I don't know, I don't know what this was, but I don't know if it's your hands. I think he's gonna jerk me off. I'm not sure. Yeah, yet. you went like this. You went like this at the start. Guys, just wait until January. All right. That's oh, when yeah. the last season of AOT starts. And oh yeah, I better not hear shit. And, and that is when I'm gonna spoil all of this. Kidding. I've also uh, been watching Cowboy Bebop and <laughs> My Hero Academia. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm like Harv. What are you gonna spoil for me? I've read the manga. Yeah, I've read the ending. Oh shit! I already know the ending. The ending already. Um, Fuck. So for me. Final Fantasy 14, obviously, because we've been playing. Oh, yeah. I played um I played some DBT with uh with Fee and Frank. Still not clicking for me, but I'm gonna give it another try probably next or probably this weekend sometime. Not I'm gonna see if I can play it tonight. I don't know because I'm still figuring yeah. all my shit here, but uh I'm gonna play it again. It's still not hitting where I also I think the game, like it, every time I jump into this game, 
there's always problems with the server. You can never get into a fucking game. And when yeah. you get into a game, it takes like 30 minutes to get into a game. It, feel, it feels like it's 30 minutes. Always, I like, feel like it's the like first ten. The first but, one is always 30 minutes, and then after that, it's like five minutes each. I, I, I don't understand. There's, there's, I don't understand there's either. structure stuff, so it's, it's a little weird. Um, but the main game that I want to talk about is House of Ashes. Oh, so yeah. This is the third, uh, third game in the Dark Picture Anthologies. Um, it is uh, a super massive game. This game is a very, very good game. This is, in my opinion, the best out of the three that they've made so far. Uh, it is a game that is based in Iraq. It's based in the 2000s. So this is the height of uh, 9-11 as well. And there is a lot of a lot of military jargon, which I feel like they've they've hit a little too much in the last couple of games. They've hit this one, and then they've also done that in Man of Medan as well. Yeah, which I feel like they've like I think they need to like you know I don't know I don't know why they they went back to it, but I guess it makes sense for this story. I don't know, but uh, they find this place that's underground uh, that that's like a um, like it's like a tomb or so, and then the story picks up from there. And it is um, I let uh, when I play when I play these games, I let chat make all the decisions. So they picked who dies, who lives, all that kind of stuff. And it's a it's a great game. It's a great premise. It's great uh character development and a great way all the characters interact with each other. Um and one thing I have to say about uh Supermassive, their capture like their facial capture and all that kind of stuff is still so fucking good. They are they are still probably one of the top companies that ha- that that does this. They they kind of have to be if if you're going to make these kind of games, right? Yeah. Um, would you say I, I just had a curiosity on that on that note, right? Would you say it's on level or better than Rockstar's facial caption? Or capture, I mean? It's better because it's not open world. No, but I mean like a, like in terms of like whatever and they use like that follow photo tem, tele, telemetry stuff to like do their faces and stuff like that in like Red Dead and like in like you know it's, it's, LA it, Noir. It, I think it's better than, you think than it's better? what Rockstar's okay. is. Yeah, I think it's better than Rockstar's. Because like <laughs> the crazy thing is like when you see because Ashley Tisdale is in this one, right? This is this is a known fact that she's in uh in House of Ashes. Exactly like her. There is like it, it, they said they had the same thing in Until Dawn where they had Hayden Panettiere and they had Robbie uh Robbie Malik. It was yeah. like it was like spot on how good it was. Mm-hmm. And and even like their facial expressions and the way they talked and stuff like that is like it's insane. It's insane, but the game is really good. It is probably their best one that they've made so far, uh, out of the three. Uh, and I, for they have a teaser at the end of this one for the next one that's coming out in 2022. I don't think they're gonna hit the date personally, but like they're they're expecting it for 2022. But that that one looks like it's gonna be um, my my jam. And apparently, this is season one. Yeah, that'll be the end of season one of the yeah. storytelling. Yeah, because they said that the next one is a season season finale, so I'm I'm, I'm expecting a little bit of more of these kind of games. Which you know what, it just brings me to the fact that like I love this, I love that we get these games because these games become like a little an event when they come out every time around this time of the year, and that is one of my favorite things. When I know that when October rolls around or when Halloween rolls around, I can expect like a uh, a super massive game. 
and play these games with the community or play them by myself and just have these experiences and make these choices with these characters and stuff like that and just play the game. And I think they are perfect for this time of the year. So I'm glad that they're going to keep making them. I'm really happy they're going to keep making these games. I wonder if oh, yeah. after season one, we'll take a break and then move on to a different genre like they did with... Um, they had a game called Hidden Agenda, which yeah. was a PS, yeah. PS4, PS4 game that was, you know, like a crime-based one. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. I, I honestly wouldn't doubt it, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at it, if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. Give them a little break. Give them a little break. Um. But yeah, again, though, Until Dawn is still the best one they've made so far, in my opinion. So if you guys have a PlayStation, go play that game. It is a crime that is not on any other platform. It is a crime that's not on Xbox. Hey, we not it, on PC. It might be. We'll find out if once we move Leading on into the next into the next story right here Hello? into the patch notes. Frank, take it Hello. away. Hello, hello. I'm not the only one reading the patch notes this week. Uh, I'm actually only doing the first story. Our friends here are going to be doing some more uh, more stories here, but uh, I'll do. The, I'll be doing the first article here. Our first article this week comes from VGC's Andy Robinson. Uh, Sony has formed the PlayStation PC label for its PC games push. So guys, I don't know if you remember last week, everybody probably remembers last week, but uh, hot off of its God of War announcement last week, Sony has announced that they have formed a new studio that will be handling PC titles called PlayStation PC. I imagine a lot of angry fanboys right now are straight up just rapturing themselves into the sky as and just pure anger. But this is a good move for Sony in its future, and I really do. I, I really am glad there's a lot more able to play these games and being able to experience some of the cool, like just some of the coolest titles out there. Because it's really hard. It's really hard to get a PlayStation right now. It's hard to even get a PlayStation Four right now. It's hard to just do get anything console related. So I mean, having a PC right now and stuff like Stadia, Game Pass, and all these like different ways, even if you have old hardware, to be able to play with new games. It's a it's a time it's a good time to be alive in the P, in, in the in the gaming market, um, but so far Sony has released Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, Uncharted Four, and soon God of War. Apparently, Sackboy is in development for being released in the near future as well. Uh, I haven't played Sackboy personally. I don't think anybody here has played Sackboy. No, have I, you played Sackboy Mario? No, my my choice of uh, the launch titles was Spider Man. That was the one that I yeah, it was it, it was Spider Man for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean that's a pretty big thing. Uh, I do have a question for everybody in the crew because I mean it's pretty self-explanatory. This news article here, we've already talked about it last week. We want people to be able to play these games and be able to experience them, whether you're playing on an Xbox, PlayStation, or a PC. Exclusives are bullshit, and yeah. people should stop acting like sony is their best friend and that they've just betrayed them because they now horizon is on the on the pc um but i do have a question for you guys this week uh what titles on in the playstation's ecosphere do you want to see added to pc i'll go ahead and start this as first i think dreams would be absolutely perfect for the pc crowd imagine what the pc crowd could do with a game like dreams yeah i've been saying that since I probably before Dreams came out, this game did not get the hype and love it deserves at all. And I think coming to the PC market would do 
wondrous things for that game. I I really hope to see Dreams on PC. I think that's a great fit. It really fits in with like the PC ecosystem. People will make a bunch of wild shit and it'd be awesome. I I could definitely see that. I, I can see that. And, I can see the lot of mod community support. Would be, yep. Yeah, I was going to say, modding community would be mm-hmm. huge for it. And I think that's oh, yeah. what I think will drive that game a lot, too, as well. Yeah, nothing, re- nothing gives a game a giant resurgence as the modding community, as we've seen with Skyrim, still being every alive game. Like every fucking game. years every later. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's Skyrim, it's every Bethesda game gets yeah. a, a, like a, re- like a quote-unquote re-release with, uh, with mods. Which, yeah. honestly... Is kind of a te- like a, a thing with with Bethesda, which like you could take that as a negative or a positive. It depends on you. Yeah, release a broken game and let your community fix it. And then, yeah, let them re <laughs> let them release it after that. Yeah. Is Anybody else? Any uh, other games we're thinking of? Yeah, Series One. I know what you're gonna say, but we're gonna save that for last, actually, because I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say. I think we all know what you're gonna say at yeah. this point. <laughs> is Concrete Genie on PC? Um, no, I don't believe so. Okay, that was PS, gonna be PS4. My choice. That would be one. PS4, like, PS5, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a great yeah, game. We're just the hive mind tonight, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. It is a great game. I yeah. had a lot of fun in Concrete Genie. Obviously, Uncharted one, two, and three. For some reason, that's not being brought to PC right away. It's four and, and Lost Legacy, but yeah, it's kind of weird. Eventually, you know, yeah. sure it takes the time. I mean, but do, do all, before we get into one that I'm because I'm, I'm gonna kind of go off on a little bit. Yeah. But before uh, before that, I feel like if they do bring P- games to PC, right? The new new God of War comes out. God of War Ragnarok comes out. Mm-hmm. How long do you guys think it's gonna take them to bring it to PC? Two years. Two years. You think it's gonna be a two year cycle? Two years mm-hmm. for them yeah. to bring it over. Yeah. Two years or the announcement of God of War three. One or the other. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's a solid time frame. It gives them time for development, but also enough time that anybody who would have bought it on PlayStation has already bought it. I Like, one year, it's usually full price, right? And year two, you usually start to see some sales, generally. Yeah, um, mark, And so, like, that gives everybody all the chance to get it on that platform and then there's a new platform for the people who weren't going to buy it on the first one in the first so Mm. they're not cannibalizing themselves i could see two years because they they probably won't do development themselves they'll probably outsource it to somebody else to do the to do the port like they did with horizon and stuff like that as well so i i think i think that'll be the fact fee before you get it before we get to buy what do you which games do you think I would have said God of War if it didn't get announced last week. And honestly, people should still get over it um, because I yes. know people are still having hissy fits about it. Well, I mean, people are still having hissy fits about um, Horizon as well, um, just because I don't know. Like, it's been something that we even had a conversation about earlier on this week with on speaking of Stadia because people are like up in arms that, mm-hmm. oh, what is it? Um, I remember that. Batman Gotham, um, like, Bat- Batman Asylum, I think, is coming to. Um, it's whitelisted, but it's run by Stadia, and it's current. It's going to be um, given away for free for people who have AT and T. Yeah, Arkham um, Knight. So Arkham Knight. Thank you. 
Um, too many Batman games. Um, Where is that game? Just that game. Because that's like the second game? Third game. That's the third game. Third game? Or, you or if you count the fourth game. Yeah. It's to celebrate the anniversary. And so they're like, okay, here you go. Like, this is really cool. But I don't know. Like, I I think this is a good transition for them. I could honestly probably see the new God of War coming out even in within a year span. Like, a year's time. Depending on, like, how much flow they're getting in with playstation gaming because a lot of people and we're seeing this right now with um xbox like with game pass that people want accessibility to their games they want to have easy access if that means a subscription base where they can get access early that might be something that they might be looking into because it's becoming more and more popular because even though everyone thought it was hilarious five years ago xbox is doing really well right now because of game pass so we might be seeing something like that on the pc for playstation um so i'd probably say like for me i'm i'd probably say at some point probably like hopefully like there are other ips as well um i'm trying to think of other ones but for some reason god of war Pro is definitely prepper the rapper one. let's bring that Fuck back. yeah dude prepper the rapper fat princess there you go, there you go. resistance yeah, Resistance would be cool. All right, but we, we already Shadow. know that there's one game. Shadow Claw That needs to fucking come out for PC. Here we that go. That needs to have a re-release on PS5 or something. But PC is the perfect thing. And I, I honestly think that this is it. Okay, this is it. This is when Bloodborne finally Beach Volleyball. fucking comes out for PC. Bloodborne will finally be a PC release. And we will get a 60 FPS release of this game with mods please please the, if, there, if there's any game that's gonna come out for the for the pc this is this is this this has got to be the one like this is got to be the one that has to kick off their pc endeavor now at this point mm -hmm. because it's just that it, it's 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 too good it's too good to pass up you can outsource this and they can make a 60 fps and bring it out for everybody you could put the mod support would be ridiculous. The amount of of shit that you could do with this is 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 crazy. Is crazy. It is like because like when I play Dark Souls and stuff like that, you have like these randomizers you have where you randomize the entire game where monsters are, where items are, and everything, and then you can play the game like that, which makes the game completely different from where it started from. Here back. Yeah. <clears throat> what? But, okay. <laughs> anyway, while Harv uh, <laughs> while Harv has to while Harv has to be right back, I did uh, like last week. I did find a I did try to find some comments. I did find obviously people getting really pissy about this, but I found one comment here that uh, was a little different, and I'm going to read it out loud here. I have an idea: eighty percent increase in sheer capacity of concrete slab using ECC concrete with a thickness of three centimeters. I wanted to know who is interested in investing in this idea. The prototype is built and tested. If you know someone who is investing in ideas, please introduce me to them. Sorry, sorry, I had to get the door quickly. Um, yeah, I got, I got I, boxes and stuff. I was reading this comment that I found on the PlayStation announcement about this guy and his uh, sheer capacity of concrete slab uh, idea. Uh, my friend, I don't think that's the spot to put it under the PlayStation PC announcement. No. I mean, you get some, a lot of eyeballs there. but Well, we just gave him free played, promotion, so enjoy that. Oh, yeah. I've played 
Uh, I played the Dark Souls games one through three. I've played uh, Sekiro and stuff in like in a very like randomized fashion where you can just like yeah you can randomize the entire game, and it every time you every time you play the game it's completely different. You know what enemies you're gonna get. You don't know what items you're gonna pick up depending on like yeah you, you just don't know right. And it just yeah. becomes like a new game. And then uncapping frame rate would be huge for this as well. Yeah, I, I would love like to play that game I... at sixty. I would every love time, to play that game at 60. Every time I look at Twitter, it is like the number one thing, too. And I'm just like, oh, this has got to be it, guys. This has got to be it. But I've been burned way too much. I've been burned yeah. way too much. That I, 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 I do firmly believe that it's going to be number. Like it's going to be one of the first ones they're going to bring out. But if they don't, I might have to lose faith. I don't know. Don't give me hope. It's like that one, it's like that one thing in Supernatural where like it's the final like pillar before hell opens and once they once playstation gives up bloodborne all the playstation fanboys are just gonna like just straight up turn into demons i love that supernatural yeah. got two shout outs this episode <laughs> it's the it's the final straw it's the final gate to opening hell that's why sony hasn't released bloodborne because it's the last thing holding these playstation fanboys back from just straight up turning into demons oh man yeah. you will get, get no idea how crazy the internet's gonna get if Bloodborne gets re-released on PC. Oh yeah, I would imagine it's on the same level, if not more, than Sora and Smash. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. But yeah, that that was my soapbox that I'm gonna sit on because I, you guys already know how much I love Soulsborne games, and having another one on PC because like Sekiro's already on PC, Dark Souls One's on PC, Dark Souls Two, Dark Souls Three, they're all on PC except Demon Souls, which Sony owns. But we already have it on PS Five. 60 FPS yeah. at all, right? So, the only one that's left, there's one game left, and it's Bloodborne, and that is it. And yeah. that is arguably the best one out of all of them, so... Yeah. <clears throat> I hope you get this, man. I I, I want... I have not played Bloodborne because I've been holding out for the, the FPS boost. <laughs> so, I will play yeah. Bloodborne when it's 60 FPS, but I want to experience it with 60 FPS, not 30. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. We'll see. We will see. But on that note, um, there was also some other PlayStation news this week. There was a state yeah. of play, and our good friend Spooky Scary Skeleton Fiona is going to give you the news on this. Fee, take it away. Hello, everybody. So, yes, there was the PlayStation state of play on Wednesday that we all got to sit down and watch, and it was interesting. Um, that's it. I'm just joking. Um, so there were a lot of things that did get announced. Um, we started off the, um, conference or at least the, um, state of play with, um, divide, um, death first, which was a game that I wasn't particularly expecting and honestly looks kind of really cool. Um, I'd probably try it out. Um, so that was, um, shown during, um, that time. And so that that was the one that kicked it off. What kind of confused me a little bit was because they started off with that, but then they hopped into We Are OFK, which looks like a fantastic game. I'm really excited for that one. Um, it is one that I think was a highlight for all of us that was um, that were watching. Um, it is a indie pop band. OFK teams up with co-designer of Hyperlight Drifter. For a new five-episode music biopic series. If you have not seen the trailer, 
definitely recommend it um, and definitely recommend it when it comes out. Um, next would be Bug Snacks, The Isle of Big Snacks, the continuation. It's either a pre, it has to be a prequel. Like first, it, yeah. Judging by what Mario place, said, it has to be a prequel. Yeah, it takes place before the uh, major ending of the original game. So, um, yeah, but yeah, it looks cool. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, so that is coming out early 2022. Um, so I honestly kind of gave me like almost like an um, Fallout 4 kind of vibe, just the way that you're able to like build your town a little bit more. You're able to like take this house and build it from the ground up mostly and it just almost gave me like just starter like village in um fallout 4 um so that was definitely something that stood out um also yeah. burger big burger 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 bunger 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 love it tater tots bunch of tater tots my goodness and yeah this game looks like a definitely a fun like get really stoned on your favorite pharmaceuticals and just play it type of game you know yeah i would yeah that's probably like yeah just looking at the like clips right now it definitely has one of those themes to it turn it into bud snacks you know what i'm saying i'm sorry i get confused watching the trailer because i'm like this is on a whole other level um but in a good way um, I still haven't even finished Bug Snacks, so I'll probably have to hop back in there before um, this new update comes out. Um, next is Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. It's a game. It's a game. It's a game. Um, I'm on yeah, a, someone will play it. No, for sure. It's Aubrey definitely... will play it. <laughs> <laughs> we got somebody. We got somebody. Yeah, so, we got him. My, my Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. big FNAF fan. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what they see in them. But, like, I'm happy for them. They're super excited for this. That's all that matters. I, I have no idea how this series even blew up. It makes zero sense to me. But you know what? You're not a child. You're yeah. Not, uh, Harv, baby. you know how the series blew up? Clearly, Size Fred is not a child either. Yeah, so no, I, no, don't no. Know, Look, I don't know, man. I don't know. Look, Harv, you know how the series my blow, sample, blew up? My super sample of one person is right now winning right now. So. <laughs> you, know how, you know how the series blew up, Harv? Zoomers. That's how it blew up. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what that... Guys, when you guys put out boomers and zoomers and fucking... <laughs> that kind of shit, I don't know what that means, okay? so just Zoomers <laughs> are Gen Z. Okay, all so right. the generation... I, I, that... I, 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 I'm a dad right now, right? So like, I'm a dad. I'm a dad. Here, I'll give you a quick rundown. Boomers, doomers, and zoomers. We're doomers. doomers. Who the fuck are doomers? The millennials, you know, because we're all depressed and shit. Anyway. (laughs) I thought there were people that were afraid the world's going to end tomorrow. (laughs) No. That too. Are you not afraid the world's going to end tomorrow? No, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think we'll be fine. I think we're good. good. You. I don't know we're about that, good. guys. <laughs> we're doing pretty, pretty terrible right now. <laughs> yeah. And then the next would be um, Death Store is the next one. Um, I play this game, Mario. I'm going to play this game. Please. Uh, it'll be in November. It'll be in November for sure. There we go. Yeah, I was going to just um, say that Mario mentioned that you needed to play this during the live stream um, because it seemed like a game that's right up your alley. Also, I just love that art. It very much reminds me of um, Spirited Away Studio Ghibli with the old witch in the back. I'm looking like Alibaba. So I am very excited to... I probably have to try it. Um, 
Yeah. It looks very like it looks difficult. I'm gonna be honest. It's a difficult to Zelda. Me, if you like Zelda, it's difficult uh, Zelda. No, this is this is this is my kind of style. Like I, I like these kind of games. It's got good puzzles. It looks like too as yeah. well. So, so hard combat. Will, I'm 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 up for it. I'll oh, yeah. really enjoy watching Harv play it on stream. Um, if that's the case, because I am not good at those types of games, but I really enjoy watching other people play them. Um, next is Cart Rider Drift. Um, the PlayStation's answer to Mario Kart, in a way. Um, yeah. It is, yeah, it's cutesy little chibi characters where you get to race. You can throw things at people, stop them during these crazy maps. Um, on um, the Unreal Engine 4 powered arcade racer. And so it's just a competitive and combative mode in PlayStation 4. Yeah, free to play. Um, free to play. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. Um, next is King of Fighters 15 is coming out. Um, also had a really rad character called, um, what is it? Del um, Dolores? Dolores? Yeah, Dolores, um, who looks absolutely stunning. Um, so I'd probably try it out um, since it is an open beta test. I might try it um, just to see how it goes. But other than that, I don't think I'd be jumping at the opportunity. I'm not the biggest fighting fan, like a biggest fighting game fan. Um, but it's interesting to see that there's such a large group of people who were really excited about it. So I'm really interested to see maybe even checking out some people on Twitch play it and see if like how it goes. Um, one of my favorites, um, First Class Trouble, is coming to PlayStation. Um, oh! I am okay at this game. Um, it is definitely not something that I am a murderous psychopath in. Um, not at all. Everything is dandy. Everything is great. Um, and just take the pill and just like, like lots of lies coming out. We of should one hundred percent. We should uh, take all those Twitch clips that we got. For uh, for this, when we first played it, we should just throw those on TikTok. Yeah, the 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 this trailer that they showed, I feel like just does it. Like I I don't think this trailer sold what this game is. Yeah, in my no. opinion, because, because like it, it's it not felt, not just Among Us. Yeah, it felt very. It felt, yeah, it felt too Among Us in a yeah. way. This game is a little bit more mainly because like it's got different aspects of like how the map interacts with you. Because mm -hmm. in Among Us, the map doesn't interact with you. You just do you do shit, and then you just board stuff up, and that's really it. Yeah, you right? have your own you have your own specific tasks, and you don't do tasks in First Class Trouble. Yeah, there's no tasks. You're just going around looking for key cards to get to the next level. Yeah, and the the fact that like would you consider whole, that a task though? No, I mean anything is a well. If you if you put that into perspective, anything is a task. Me getting up from this chair is a task at that point, right? But like. Yeah. It's 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 more just in my opinion, just kind of like it. It's a different formula. It's it, it's a different formula on Among Us, but the the different things that you can do in this game are insane. Like we had that one clip with the chandelier, like that was insane. Like that was so much fun. Mario is uh, now looking through his tabs. Yeah, I think Mario just docks himself. <laughs> You're muted right now. I didn't dox Mario. anything. It's all good. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't like, tell what was actually written. Looking through your tabs now. Um, sure. But uh, it, it is a little. It's it's different because you're you're doing different things. You have to work together for a lot of the stuff too to like uh, 
extinguish fire or like like turn off like some sort of switch so you can get into another area and stuff like that. So like mm-hmm. communication in this game matters because like everything is in game. Yeah, uh, there's no emergency button. You can't just like hit chat. emergency and then yeah, there's proximity chat and there's no, no emergency button. Yeah. So like you, so have, you have to, to really to delegate. People. Yeah, you have to talk to people Mario, and try to get what are we looking at? Nothing. We're waiting for the next transition. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the confidence monitor and it's just a black screen. It's because it's setting up to next video. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, But yeah, I think it's, I I think it's a good game. I'm glad it's coming on PS4. I think it's going to be on PS4 plus as well. I think that's what they announced as well. So yeah, I think that, uh, yeah. 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 So well, yeah, we'll, said, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this. I'm really happy for people that play are going to be playing on PS, uh, PS4, PS5. I hope they do crossplay at some point. It'd be really, really fun. I think oh, that would be, be so a good. really great thing for that game. But yeah. Uh, yeah, if you guys have the capacity to play some first class trouble, play it. Uh, yeah. I know we're going to be doing it again on on this channel slash uh, other channels as well. So yeah, that uh, game is I a load of fun. It. It's honestly out of any of those like werewolf type games where there's an imposter among you. I really this is my favorite out of all of them. I like it better than Goose Goose Duck. I lo- it's yeah, I like it better than Goose Goose Duck mm-hmm. and Among Us. I think this one is so unique and so fun. Just the way the physics works with characters, it's wacky, it's goofy, and it's just you have to get re- it's not just you go up to somebody and just kill them like like Goose Goose Duck or Among Us. You actually have to get kind of creative of when you actually kill people because you will it takes a minute and you will leave a body on the floor and people will see you. Yeah. 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 You will you will leave a body yeah, the, yeah, you have to be because, like, yeah, it's not an instant kill. It takes like 10, 15 seconds to get the kill down. Yeah. And sometimes you have to work with another imposter to choke somebody else out and just try to be like, all right, we got to scatter. We got to get yeah. out of here. You can throw people out of airlocks, for example. Be like, yo, there's a card, there's a key card out there. They go into the, they go into the airlock and you say, oh, I fucking got you, motherfucker. And then you got you, motherfucker. And then they just go into space and they're dead. Yeah, it's like, there's just like a lot of that kind of type thing. So I I, I like that a lot. There's a lot more yeah. interaction with 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 players. And you can throw yeah. bottles at people. Like it's the best part. Just throw a fucking bottle at your friend. Out of your groin. <laughs> out of your groin. <laughs> out of your groin. Yeah. Or like, what is it? For some reason, they just don't have the angling correctly for a bottle, and so every time you drink, it goes straight like straight into your eye socket. I don't understand why has that has not been fixed. It seems to be with the female characters because it, the uh, males are just a little bit taller that it works properly. But for with the females, it's just you're drinking like you're shooting like liquor into your eye socket. Um, somehow, it, it, somehow your character's just floating it. Like when he gets hit like repeatedly, your character goes up and then he just goes over the railing and then you just yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, it's great. It's great. Anybody who hasn't played it, go play it. it it's phenomenal. You'll see more of it on this channel probably soon. Because uh, we love this game here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the next game to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Star Ocean. We have a new IP coming out for specifically Star Ocean called Star Ocean The Divine Force. Coming out next year um, for PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 from Square Enix. Um, I'm very excited for the Star Ocean fans to get yeah. up for this game. Especially 25 years is crazy. I'm guessing like, that's well, all... yeah, it, it had it, some games less, in between that, right? Than, yeah, there has been, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. um, I think this is a the core anniversary game. Since the first. Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Has anybody here played Star Ocean before? No. Am I the only one that's played Star Ocean? No. Uh, yeah, I've I've never. I honestly, I can't think of. I what it, like the. I keep getting this series confused with Fantasy Star Online. Yeah, that makes sense. It's that Star so, <laughs> Yeah. So I I know Fantasy Star Online, but like this version of Fantasy Star in a way. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. But I think I can speak for everyone here when one of our the highlights for the state of play was Little Devil Inside. Um, it is a Victorian-like era action adventure, um, which is coming from the PlayStation blog here, showcasing gameplay and its intriguing miniature-like world map. Um, if any, if you learned anything from the trailer, if you walk down a basement, um, like a bunch of basement stairs and at the bottom, there are hand scribblings of tentacles, just turn around and go back upstairs and leave. Like, yeah, you, it can only end two ways. It could either end in murder or hentai. One or the other. You don't want either of them. You just don't want either of them. But yeah, I love the art style in this one. And out of all the announcements i think this one was the one that i was just like i very much need to play this game um i i had the opposite effect of this one i saw this and i was like i'm a little less interested in this game now (gasps) mainly like i like the art style the art style is great i don't like the overworld stuff in this i don't think that it's it's a good way of doing this and i kind of want a little bit more of just because i wasn't there with you guys with the state of play i watched it with you guys, I was I wasn't on the stream, mm-hmm. so I was I was in the chat when I was I was gotcha. uh, trying, uh, look watching you guys, and like this stuff right here where they're going over the I don't like this kind of stuff. Like I, I and then they move in, like they zoom in, and then you have all this other. I got it's it's it, it feels it's trying to be two different games, and I don't and I it, it doesn't have like that spontaneous spontaneous thing to it. I guess in a way, because like, is this a path that we're just gonna be on the entire time, or is this like, am I exploring this world? I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't we... know what what this meant. Like, I that, the problem is, I need to see more of what this game is, because what what I saw in this trailer, it makes me feel like he's just going through the straight the straight line of the story and it just how it is. And if it's like that, sure, that's great. But it felt like in this game they were trying to. Tell us that it's more open, openish, but like, I I don't see it. I I don't know. I I like this stuff. This stuff is cool. When you drop down into your character, when you see the monsters and stuff like that, it's the overworld stuff. I'm just like, I don't. I'm not not the biggest fan of. Yeah, I think we had the same opinion on this. Where it's just like, I wonder how much of that is scripted and how much of that is actually like just random events that just happen within the world. Um, yeah, I'm more of like I, I'm more of you on your side of this. Where just like. I want to. I hope a lot of it is just random stuff that could just randomly happen and gives you a different like like uh, a trail per playthrough, right? Like if I go through the same trail twice, I don't get the same experience twice. You know what I mean? But at least in the trailer, it does seem like it's kind of heavily scripted. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm okay with a little bit of roller coaster here and there instead of a vast Skyrim like game. But um, I mean, I I like it. it looks pretty good. I I'd play it. I just think if you have that open, like that overview of it, what is the if it's all scripted? What is the point of it then? At that point, mm-hmm. 
that, yeah. that's kind of well, where I'm at then, right? So, I mean, I assume that it is just a shorthand for the larger world, but there might be smaller sections in which there are places that you can explore. Like, for instance, the, the, the part at the end where it looked like an actual level that you could walk around in. Again, we see still very, like, scripted stuff in terms of just what they're showing us in the trailer. Uh, we haven't, I don't know if we've seen, like, actual gameplay other than maybe some action. But otherwise, like, for instance... Uh, there's a part where he's walking up to the mansion. Like, I'm wondering if you're actually physically doing that. Is that an explorable area? Um, if that's the case, then the overworld is just sort of shorthand of like, you're traveling, you're this traveler that's going from place to place, um, with these small snippets of story that are in these little areas. So, um, I mean, I'm totally fine with the way that they've at least presented it. And if it's going to be that way, uh, I still don't have a full sense of what this game is. Unlike when I look at something like Depth Store, which I like, I could totally understand what it is just by a few simple images. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm sort of in the middle where I still love this art style. I'm still interested in this game. But definitely from the first emphasis of when we've seen it, it definitely was a little bit more exciting. So I am ex curious of what this game is when it comes out and what people's perceptions of it is. Um, but. For a smaller title coming out soon, yeah, I mean, uh, this is something at least that I looks like I would still try. So. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, that was all from the state of play. Um, was there anything that really, like, caught your eye, Harv? I know that since you were on the um, live reaction with us, was there anything that was just like, I really want to play this game? From the entire thing? Uh, no. Nothing, really. Sure. Everything else, everything, well, Death, Death Door, I guess the only thing really is what I'm going yeah. to try. Like, I already know that I'm going to try that game, but seeing more of it was good. It was cool. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Tunic a little bit. So, like, I'm, I'm excited about that. So, it's like mm -hmm. the PlayStation version of Tunic a little bit. Um, but yeah, that, I think Death Door is the one. I was, I was hoping I was going to like Little Devil Inside because, like, when we saw it at the PlayStation Reveal conference, I think that's, yeah, that's where we saw it. I was like, man, this game looks cool. This game looks awesome. Different biomes and stuff like that. And, like, it, it, it looks neat. But then seeing the, the actual gameplay for it and stuff like that, it, it kind of put me, it put it put it lower, way lower on the list. So mm -hmm. I'm excited for, uh, I'm excited for Death Store. Really, really excited for Death Store. Hell yeah. Fantastic. You're muted, Fee. Cool. I was just going to ask before we continue, how was everyone's thought? Like, what were everyone's like, like, just like quickly, like, what did you think? Yay or nay for the state of play? Uh, nay. I'll start with nay. Sorry, you were so you have, starting who? I. It's okay. What's up, Sly? I thought it met my expectations. We are OFK. It was fun to see more of that. I'm really excited for that. Uh, level Devil Inside piqued my interest. So there's two things that I thought were intriguing. That was about what I expected from it, and so I was happy with it. My expectations weren't high for the state of play. They were not high. So like for me, it was yeah, it it did what it needed to do, and I was like, it's not the greatest one. It's not. It wasn't great, but like my expectations weren't high for this for this state of play. So yeah, my opinion on it is it did not need to be live streamed. Could have just been posted on YouTube and. That was it. So you're saying what, what you're trying to say is this is the conference version of this could have been an email. Yeah. <laughs> could have been an email. Could have been a blog post. 
Uh, I think we yeah. talked about it briefly in the actual live stream of it that uh, we just think that the branding needs a little little differentiation between the different types of releases when it comes to smaller titles to bigger titles um, because we will some see some save plays where they're announcing uh, you know Final Fantasy or they're announcing the next Resident Evil game like the first announcement of it and then you'll have this right where it's smaller titles so I think if they could just differentiate between when the news is going to be like that by similar how Nintendo does it. There's the Nindies for a reason. The Nintendo Indie projects are the smaller projects that you might be interested in. Yeah. So I wish that PlayStation would learn just a little bit from that. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. On that note, to the last story... Who was who wants to take this? Is this Mario or Sly? Which who, who do you guys want to take? Sly, do you want to take this one over? You could do like the cool. You could do like the thing where like one person says a word and the other person says a word and then another no. person. No, says please don't do that. We will be here all day. I lost my mind when I saw this announcement. I am very excited. Of course, we are talking about Dance New Media joins forces with Marvel Entertainment to create an all-new interactive title. Um, it contributed so by Skydance. Skydance. This came straight from Skydance. Yeah. Yeah. Skydance New Media is the new interactive division of Skydance Media. It's being helmed by award winning writer and director Amy Henning. Announced today a partnership with Marvel Entertainment to develop a narrative driven blockbuster action adventure game featuring an completely original story and take on the Marvel Universe. This is the first initiative from the new AAA game studio, which was formed by Hennig and Electronic Arts veteran Julian Beck to pioneer a new category of story-focused interactive entertainment, which is a groundbreaking convergence of games, film, and television. So this is the studio after they got axed by Visceral Games, pretty much. Yeah. When, Basically, yeah, they, when got, left, they yeah. joined forces with Skydance, which had an animation branch, and now have a new media branch. So Legacy of Kane. That's where I know her from as well. Legacy of Kane as well. Wait, I know her from Uncharted. Amy, Amy Hennig wrote a Legacy of Kane? Yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Legacy of Kings is the shit. <laughs> yeah, Soul Reaver. Yeah, dude, Soul Reaver is so fucking cool. Like, okay, joking aside, fuck the Uncharted games. Go play <laughs> Legacy of Kane. That game's awesome. Uh, so yes, Amy Hennig, very talented, very awesome, has not gotten the credit she deserves lately. I'm so excited for her to have this project. I am. I I talk all the time. I just want new stories. I just want to explore more in universes with original stories. So this is, you know, a completely original story in the greater Marvel universe. This I is, this, this is, is this is a Sly S game. This is everything I could have ever wanted in this, a game. This is what and we were getting happened. from them from her when it was the spite or the the Star Wars game. Right yes. from Visceral yeah. Games. This it was, was we were gonna get like, original, it was story original Star Wars story 
It was it was uh-huh. from a person that we have no idea who who that person is, and like a, like a, I think it was like a brand new Jedi. We don't know who the who it was or anything. Bounty like hunters would have heard. Yeah. Yeah. So was that? So I'm getting confused here. I that's okay. Star Wars thirteen thirteen, isn't it? No, yeah. no. Star Wars thirteen. No, no Star Wars thirteen else. thirteen was something else. Thirteen thirteen. thirteen was the bounty hunter game. So that was way back in the Walt Disney, like when they were making games way back. This is when Electronic Arts did not have the did not have the the Star Wars shit. This is before the Star Wars thirteen thirteen was before that. Yeah, yes, that was before that. This is this is when Electronic Arts like had rights to Star Wars. They were making a game with Visceral Games. So this was another. They had no name for this game. There was no. They name had for no it, name though. from it. There was talks that it could also have been another bounty hunter game. There was yeah. no real major confirmation on what the project. I, I forgot what the being. project name was. There was a project yeah. name for it, but I forgot what the project yeah. name was. Yeah. now. but if, yeah. uh, also like R.I.P. Fucking Visceral, man. Never forget what EA did to Visceral. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I am I am so excited for this. I can fucking can't wait. Amy Hennig is an amazing writer. She's like, I I was talking to Frank about this earlier. The Uncharted games do not have a great like the the, the overarching story is are, are not great. They're just you know get this MacGuffin, go get this MacGuffin, go get this MacGuffin, and just finish the story. It's the in in character interactions. It's the character development character is moments. what really yeah. makes those games. It, yeah. You don't care like I don't care about the, who the bad guy is. When you look at Uncharted, you think of like the relationship between uh, Nathan Drake and Elena. Or Nathan Drake and Sully and stuff like that. That's what you really, yeah, really Cutter, remember. You know, yeah, yeah. Cutter. Yeah. And this is, and she is amazing at that kind of stuff. So like, I'm really, really excited for for her and everybody at the studio at Skydance and Media to, to make this game. And it's an original story. Is which I like what Sly said is the one of the best things about this because like I don't want to retread new shit or old is, shit. Yeah. This, this Give is, me new shit. This is gonna be in the next in the pantheon of the next great Marvel game in terms of. We've gotten the Spider-Man Insomniac kicked open the door, in my opinion, of the new modern era of of, of uh, Marvel games. Guardians is following up in that space. Marvel Avengers tried; it's not there, but this yeah. will be another one of those that I feel like that's they're gonna, two for three. They're yeah, two they're for two three for three right now, and I think that this one's a big one. But I want to say, Amy Hennig doesn't get enough credit uh, for basically creating the entire slate for the PlayStation Four. And the style, the template style for PlayStation yeah. games going forward since Uncharted. Uh, yeah, because I mean, she, she was the uh, one that pioneered the, the stuff with just like, the, you the, walking know, the, the walking, you know, story from the back adventure games, you know, that are constantly the new thing. Like you can say that about, you know, Days Gone. You can say that about the new God of War. God of War. You can yeah. say that about Horizon, even though there are bigger scopes Black and they're different things, but it's all the same, right? Like it all has that same look or feel to it. And people, can definitely spot a, a PlayStation game. And I think it's she pioneered the whole slate of games that happened since Uncharted. Um, yeah. Starting back with, like you said, Legacy of Kane, which of course was another one of those early uh, big story games um, in the like PS2 um, Dreamcast era. Dreamcast. Yeah, yeah, right? I got a copy of, of it on Dreamcast somewhere in my little yeah. uh, bookshelf. So for her to be massively a part of this, I mean, she hasn't had a game since Uncharted 3, which has been a bummer because she was also a part of 4 before she eventually left that as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm. it's been too long. So I'm excited for her to have this as a new home. I mean, Sly, I mean, you're definitely right up there with me as the most excited. I mean, wh- what would you want uh, the story? What would you? What characters do you think that Emmy could explore? 
uh, you know, going out that she's done dark, like medieval monster story, or she's done a uh, lighthearted adventure. Like she can go through the gamut in my opinion. Well, what are your, what are your thoughts? I, I want her to take lesser known characters and just elevate them and give them a chance to shine. I don't know who, but I don't want to see somebody, a character we've seen in a million other places. I think she can really take whatever character she wants and give it a brand new resurgence. I really want to see more more characters have the Iron Man arc, right? Like, nobody really knew who Iron Man was. They used it to launch an entire franchise. I want to see more of those characters get that opportunity because, you know, there's there's such a rich history and so many places to draw from. You really could pick any, pick up any comic and pick a random character and there's history there. And, you know, we don't see a lot of that currently in the mass audience, right? So I, I really hope she just lifts up and elevates a couple very like small in comparison to what we're currently seeing in the superhero space. So you're saying there's a chance there's an Alpha Flight uh, video game. I'm excited. All right. Give okay. me an Alpha Flight video game. I'm here for it. Frank, I Alpha Flight. I want them. I, go for it. There you go. Now here, here's a way to introduce a lot of characters. Now hear me out. It's dark. You, oh hell yeah! The light comes up. You see Iron Man's head, just his head being held by Deadpool because it is a Deadpool kills oh, yeah. MCU universe like a specific game he goes out it. he kills everybody he's killing like Iron Man he's killing the Scarlet Witch Thanos fuck you Thanos he's dying fuck too you, Thanos. Everyone's, dying. Yeah. everyone's fucking dying like I think that honestly that is like my dream video game is just Deadpool just going freaking ape shit because that's it was a really good comic book series they even go to like alice in wonderland where they have mcu characters as like alice in wonderland characters and he goes and is it like is it going to be like a rated r game absolutely if it wasn't rated rated r it would not be a like a deadpool it's not anything deadpool. <laughs> it's not deadpool so i think there's like yeah there's like that kind of standard like what we believe is like an mcu like game or like at least like movie games and i think they they could do some sort of play on it i don't know like that's just me like throwing this out into the ethos but you know i think like yeah. something like that just because i think that would get a lot of people excited because <sighs> as much as i love the mcu there's just currently this like the idea of what the mcu is and like this is what like a lot of people like a lot of this generation believes that like the MCU is just like this like really great group of people and like it's Iron Man, Thor and everyone else and I'm like there's a raw like dark side of the MCU that has not been like we've seen a little bit Are of it with Venom. Are you saying that Iron Man's a good character? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and people forget that he's a traitor as fuck. And so, like, there's a lot of things there that it's just, like, I feel like there's a lot of... Because we, 
honestly, I do not want them to take a DC route because DC's gone too dark with their mo- like, especially with their movies. Like, give me a break. But I think there's a lot of things, a lot of potential there. Um, so hopefully we get to get that kind of like darker MCU. But I imagine it's not going to be what I hope for. But I want the vibes. Sorry, go ahead. Mario. I was gonna say, the, if we're gonna go dark, let's go Daredevil and or a Blade. Can we get a Blade? Motherfucker! Game? I was just about to say that. But I want a dark comedy I want game. The, I, I, yeah, I want the vibe of the no. We already DC have those animated universe. That's the kind of like you um know, like there's dark sly. moments, there's comedy. Like I really enjoy that vibe, and I would really love to see more of that. Uh, I wouldn't use the DCAU as a as a uh, example of uh, funny and good right now. When the last thing they put out in that universe was people getting their fucking bodies torn apart by by by. by... A couple <laughs> years ago, DC animated universe vibe. Okay, <laughs> not the current vibe. Couple of years. No, that ago. was that was that that was about a year ago. Now, at least at this point, that they kind of ended. Probably that mean universe, before that. Then I think it's <laughs> like the like twenty like fifteen to twenty seventeen ish range. When the light was still in our you eyes before they I'm killed him. Yeah. Uh, give me exactly. Moon Knight. Give me Moon Knight or Blade. Mario already said Daredevil. I was already thinking Daredevil. Actually, no, Moon Knight or Punisher. I think Amy Henning can probably do an insanely good, good kind of de- deep dive into Punisher psyche. And we've—it's been a while since we have a Punisher game. Uh, with like the PS2 one being the last one, I still say Mafia Three is about as close to a Punisher game since then. But yeah, give I Amy Henning a Punisher game. Punisher. I'm skeptical about Moon Knight just because of the nature of that character. That story, it's not always told with the most care. And I would be really disappointed to see a Moon Knight story told without care to um, that character. And But yeah, I could for sure see a Punisher. Yeah, I, the only reason I say Moon Knight is because I want that dead space to like deep dive into psychological horror that moon knight would bring to that universe you know what i mean he would he he has like aberrations he has all these things like having that during a fight if you've ever played dead space 2 you know exactly what i'm talking about having those like like ptsd moments and stuff like that from like characters is something different that you don't see in a lot of action games you don't see a lot of characters actually suffering from dementia or PTSD or any of those kind of things. And I think if someone who has the writing chops of Amy Henning, who does an insanely good job with dialogue, I think she would do, be perfect for that role. I'm going to take a stab and just say, record, I think the game will be fun just, and not <laughs> depressing as all hell. If I you said dark, guess. and you, you, you look the dark. Uh, but you there, the dark there's a difference between torch. like all what you just said and like, uh, Daredevil could punch a couple people in the face. <laughs> like, that's Daredevil fine. Daredevil could beat a guy within an inch of his life. <laughs> you know? I just want to clarify that Moon Knight's a character with DID, uh, which I think is really awesome and really important. It just needs to be handled well, and so that's why I'm skeptical about. It. Yeah, I mean, all all uh, all kind of uh, those uh, those disabilities should definitely be handled well in gaming, and I feel like Amy Henning is probably the f- perfect person to kind of take it take care of certain things for that. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but that pretty much sums it up for that story. All right. On that note, we're going to jump into free scriptions. We have a graphic. No. We really need to. We need to make a fee scription corner, like with fee just sitting in a corner with like a subscription thing above her head. Okay. That that does not sound great. <laughs> Why are you? It's got to look dumb. Well, that's what it said. Fee scription corner. Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I guess yeah, that makes sense. All right. So there are quite a few games that came out, and you know what? I'm I'm taking I'm. Since it is my specific section of the show, I get to highlight some things that I'm really excited about first, which is Stadia. Y'all can keep your mouth shut while I conti- um, while I start. Oh, off. yeah. 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 This skull's making me. Woo. Um, anyway, Stadia. It's like the two. Fa- it's like Batman's two face. The skull is like, hey, Fee, we're going to talk yeah. about Stadia. And Fee's like, yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, more like how I don't know if I got ah, with edgy or not. I don't know. You know what? No, more like my GTA character after I've fallen off of my motorcycle multiple times. Um, (laughs) Seen it happen multiple times. Oh, yeah. It is is on brand for me. Um, so yeah, this coming into the month of November, which is actually the no, we're going to be releasing this particular portion on the second. Either way, that's a okay. So. Stadia is getting Saints Row 4, um, 100 Days Winemaking Simulator, Dirt 5, and Kimono Heroes, which is a game that has four furry friends, like, samurais, and they're out going on adventures, which is kind of crazy. The one that I'm particularly excited about in this one is the Winemaking Simulator, which I took way too long trying to figure out where I should buy it and I ended up buying it on Epic so now I now own it on Stadia which kind of makes me a little bit upset because I still haven't even played it on Epic so we'll be jumping into that in Stadia Um, PlayStation Plus we have um, um, it includes Knockout City um, which definitely didn't take as long as we assumed Um, Kingdoms of Elmer Remaster The Walking Dead thank you very much Kingdom Ramular. Have you it's played a, this it's game? A baseball game, right? Oh yeah, it's the baseball game. The baseball yeah, game. No, oh yeah, no. it's that. Uh, it's that GTA clone, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I played a little bit of it, but like it was a while ago. But I want to play this because a lot of people in my chat have told me to play this game. It's, it's supposed to be very, very good. It's supposed to be uh, Fable esque yeah. uh, yeah, in terms of action. I, j- I made a joke about the baseballs because apparently a guy who was a baseball player invested in the company. And then that company yeah. went under. <laughs> That's yep. Oh, no. Who's the baseball player? <laughs> I got to look it up here. Kingdom of Amalur baseball. Let's what I'm going to type in. All right. Oh uh, let's, while Mario does that, ne- the next game I actually have played very extensively. The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. That game is fucking awesome. I imagine this is a PSVR title because it's a VR game. Um, it's one of those. Early, it's still kind of like early VR feeling. But it's one of those games to kind of get why you would want to play a zombie game in VR. Depending on how, like, for example, like, if you're stabbing a zombie in the head, if you just do, like, a little, like, eh, like, a little small stab, it'll just scrape off their head. They won't do anything. You actually have to, like, like, do, put your, put some power behind it. And even when, like, hitting zombies with bats and stuff like that, you actually have to, like, feel like you're hitting something with a bat. 
And it's it's one of those games that is just like it's so fun. You get you you go around these little hub worlds and you just explore it for supplies. You you have an upgrade system. You can build and craft your own weapons. Um, the zombies are actually kind of terrifying because they're va they're virtually silent. So not, there's some times where you'll just be like looking inside drawers. By the way, the drawers just open like regular drawers. So you have to like open things, open up cupboards and stuff like that. Um, and there's sometimes when zombies will just sneak up on you and you have to like quick jab them with a knife or something like that or shoot them with a gun. Guns actually attract more zombies. It has, it has so many cool mechanics for a VR game. I'm excited for people to play more of it. it honestly, I hope it gets a sequel at some point. By the way, I've, I've seen him play. It's fun. It looks awesome. I'm very excited for people to play this. Don't get me wrong. I uh, hope everyone gets that a shot. Uh, the, the baseball player was Kurt Schilling. And Kurt Schilling. That's he uh, uh, <laughs> had a studio and promised the island, Rhode Island Board of Economic Development uh, to give them $75 million and he'll provide 400 uh, jobs. Uh, they defaulted in 2012. And then uh, also, uh, he is a homophobe. So fuck you. Uh, just wanted yeah, to say you that. Fucking chill, Mr. Schilling. Yeah, fuck you, Schilling. Also, here's a picture of him, uh, unrelated with Ice Cube, who was uh, kicked off a movie today because he wouldn't take a COVID test. Uh, shitty people hang out with shitty people. All right, continue. Uh, I walk Ice Cube walked off the set of the movie called Oh Hell No and literally said Oh Hell No as soon as he <laughs> got told to take a COVID fucking vaccine. Yep. I guess we'll never know. Okay. Um, on that note, um, <laughs> <laughs> that took a turn. <laughs> Clip that shit out. <laughs> um, next is the persistence um, un um, until you fall. And then, of course, First Class Trouble is coming to PlayStation Plus as a free game for the month. So definitely make sure to download it. I'm hoping that it's cross play so we can play like PlayStation to um, PC. They didn't really mention it. So hopefully we do get that opportunity I, to do so. I did point out when we watched it live that they did have PlayStation logos next to the <gasps> names. So yes. high possibility, yeah, they will be it will be crossplay. Um I hope so, man. Last, Good catch, by the way. Yeah. Now I was like, that's interesting. Why would you do that if it's not gonna be crossplay? Uh I would call, no. also I want to call out the persistence, just like how uh Supernatural persisted for fifteen seasons. Uh, oh my that's fucking pretty, god. That's pretty crazy. How dare you? Three. That's three. That's three. That's three. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Riverdale is gonna follow in the in the in the no. footsteps of Supernatural and be fucking twenty seasons long. Probably will be. I don't want to talk. Okay, next um, Xbox games with gold moving out, which is a really really fun game, and I would highly recommend it. Um, is available November first to thirtieth. Um, um, Kingdom Two Crowns also a great game from November sixteenth to December fifteenth. Because why go monthly when you can make it a fun, entertaining game of trying to figure out when you're releasing your free games for the month? Xbox Lock locked in my code night. Veronica. Locked in my code Veronica. So I played that for ten minutes. It was good. No, how would you like? Oh, we'll talk about it later. It's good. Nice. November 1st to 15th, and then Lego Batman 2 DC Superhero Hero. Oh, my goodness. Super. Wow. This is what happens when I don't wear my glasses. DC Superheroes is available November 16th to 30th. Great game. Love it. Love the Lego Batman games. Oh, yeah. Play them all. Nice. 
We have some fun games coming to Humble Bundle because they have a fun way of releasing their like new games on like the 6th of the month. So these will still be available. We have Katana Zero, Amnesia Rebirth, John Wick Hex, Play Your City um, um, 112 Operator, which honestly would highly recommend it because it is stressful and then you get really confused because I played this as like in my city so of halifax and it was very weird having to like go out to darty it is very Jesus, so awesome so um next one would be tools up um actually i just finished playing the base game of um tools up um recently um and i have to get the um dlc chapters to continue uh, but it's a lot of fun it is a multiplayer game made um made by the same people who made Overcooked and you play as a essentially a team that goes in and paints people's um, walls and homes and redecorates um, before um, new tenants move in um, so would highly recommend it Hive Swap f no I'm just skipping that one um, Black Future <laughs> um, Siberia 3 and that is it for the Humble Bundle games for November 2021 for Humble Bundle and then obviously there is the Prime games which includes Dragon Age Inquisition Ultimate Edition of Control Rise of the Tomb Raider R Rogue Heroes Liberated Puzzle Agent 2 Next Chapter Breaks Are for Losers and Secret Files Sam Peters the last like six games could have been one title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Once again, Control is free on another platform. By the way, put two hours into that, Mario. It's actually really fucking good. It's really fun. I like good. it. Yeah. That game good is game. fucking great. Good yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. So that is it for the fee description. Cool. All right. Uh, I know Hard wanted to talk about uh, a tidbit here, and then we could I we could just barrel through the last. I'll, I'll barrel, really I'll barrel through the tidbits here. I'll barrel yeah. through the tidbits. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we have three tidbits here. The first one is YouTube Gaming put out some stuff today. They put out a video about uh, what they want to do for 2022, the rollout for 2022 for their YouTube Gaming side of it. Because uh, I know we've we've had some sort of talks at some point here about like going onto YouTube, going onto Twitch, that kind of type thing. Like, where do we want to do this kind of stuff? So they're adding gifted subs in 2022. They're adding new ways to discover for discoverability when it comes to the algorithm, when it comes to live streaming itself. And then they have a new uh, VOD feature that they're going to be adding where you can do clips while you're offline and you can clip something and then turn it into a short right off the bat. So you don't have to like put it into an exterior program or anything like that. You can just create a short right there, throw it up onto your, uh, onto your channel as a short, and then you're good to go, which is, I think, one of the biggest features that, that that they could possibly add because how shorts are working on YouTube is insane, and they are probably the best way to like one of the best ways to consume content. The way that they monetize shorts isn't good, but you know it is what it is because I know a lot of people make shorts but they can't get monetized off of them because yeah. of how short they are. So it's like TikTok for for YouTube. It actually works just like TikTok. Yeah, yeah, but TikTok you get paid for your shorts. Yeah. Yeah, and, and on, on YouTube. And OnlyFans, too. You get paid for your shorts as well. Oh, hell yeah, yeah bro. Uh, so I those two, two features, the gifted subs and the new VOD features look freaking awesome. I'm really, really excited for that. Uh, it really kind of puts stuff into perspective. The Witcher 2 
uh, the Witcher season two <laughs> trailer. The Witcher, not the Witcher two. The Witcher season two trailer dropped. Uh, it is coming out in December, right? That's when the when the release date is. Is it's in December? Yeah, mm-hmm. for, for, right. for this. So. Yeah, Netflix. I haven't, I haven't seen this trailer yet. I'm really really excited for it. I can't wait to the show uh, coming out for another season. And then uh, the last tidbit that we have is that. <laughs> So New World has been out for a little while. New War- World is... Uh, well, actually, there's two more left, but New World is a new MMO that's out for Amazon Game Studios. They fix a lot of bugs. They break a whole bunch of other things. The game is very easily exploitable, uh, mainly because the game itself is uh, client-side. Of, uh, it's client-side. The people that are playing the game have more power than the people that are running the servers. So take that <laughs> how you want. I don't know why they did it this way. They fucked up, and if they ever want to restructure this game, it's going to take them like a part of a year or two to restructure this game. So they're not going to do that. We've taken over, Bezos. Um, Fuck you. I I don't know how this was not a red flag when they when they first released the game, or even had these discussions that they would give more power to the clients on an MMO. Uh, the mm-hmm. the last thing is uh, from Gamespot, Eddie uh, Eddie from Gamespot, which I know that from uh, kind of funny because they always take his shit. Uh, on their uh, Facebook reveals new name. It's called Meta. Guys, we're all in the Meta right now. We're all in the Meta. Um, but Facebook, WhatsApp, uh, all those kind of like messengers and stuff—they're all going to keep their names. It's just going to be one big umbrella called Meta. It's kind of like Alphabet yeah. over Google. Alphabet's That's pretty much what they're doing. And um, hey, this one seems a little bit more sinister. I don't know why, because it's yeah. Facebook, I guess. One, um, of the, one of the big things out of this, though. Um, if you own an Oculus platform or anything that uses a Facebook uh, login for use of the platform, uh, it's it's said in the article, at least this one here, that you will no longer be required to log into Facebook to use stuff like Oculus. I imagine how it would work is you're just you, you have a meta account and you would be able to use Facebook on that meta account. But if you wanted to use meta with Oculus, that's probably how it's going to be going from here on out. Good. That's a good way of doing it. Don't don't strict every restrict people that don't want a Facebook account because I hate Facebook with a passion, yeah. with a fiery fiery passion. I do not like Facebook, so I'm glad that they put it this way. But on that note, that is everything for the news. That is everything for the passion notes for this week. Thank you guys so much for coming by. Thank you guys so much for the chat that 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 are that are here. Thank you guys on the panel. Uh, for for everybody that doesn't know, Frank, where can everybody find? you? Uh, you can find me here at Point Face in Progress. Reveal. Face reveal. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's yeah, you can find me boy. here at Point in Progress, where I talk about talk about video games with these lovely, lovely people every single week. You can find me at Twitch at Kestrel1A, where you'll be seeing us every about Monday and Wednesday. It seems to be scheduled. Uh, you'll find me, Fee, and Harv playing Final Fantasy XIV and pl- getting through the rest of this in preparation for Endwalker uh, next month. And uh, you can find me... Uh, that That's basically it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Twitter. You can find me at Twitter at Kestrel1A as well. There we go. Sly, where can everybody find you? You can find me everywhere on the internet at SlyCloneMC. You can find me hosting and producing our new show here on Point in Progress called 1515. Um, Coming out on on Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. And my first episode is, yeah, yeah, with that Mario Rivera. So that's really exciting. 
Um, and go follow me on TikTok. I know I say that every week. Y'all aren't doing it. I see you. I'm like 10 followers away from a thousand. That's all I want. Come on, y'all. I know. I, I know. I, TikTok, I have like 20 followers. I have, on there. <laughs> I have like 20 followers. Clyde's got a thousand. Almost a thousand. Let's get it. If I hit a thousand, I'll post a video of me singing. How about that? There, you go. there we go. There we go. Fra oh, no, Frank. I already. I already Frank, you're, oh, yeah. You're, wait, you're I'll done. plug again. Done, Frank. The no, other Frank? Done, Frank? Yes. I'll, I'm put here. Him, get him out of here. I'll put, Frank, I'll put on get a mask. Get, get you out of here. Mario, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me cleaning this off in the bathroom because this is sticky as fuck and I'm really tired of it now. Uh, but of course, you can find me at youtube.com slash progress where of course we do this lovely show and uh, soon to be a new show. It's going to come out. I'm going to have a trailer out. It's going to shadow drop. You're going to find out what the fuck we've been working on for a month in advance. I'm very excited about it. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, also, uh, season three of uh, Halo Forever is in uh, hiatus. So uh, don't look for it. Wait, Just wait. Just wait a bit. Just wait for <laughs> it. It's in hiatus. Don't, don't look for <laughs> don't it. Look just for wait for it. it. Okay. Um, but of course, you can find me at Night City. If you're listening City. in the future, go look for it. Go look for it. Look for yeah. season one. Watch episode... In uh, 10 with Fiona because it's still my favorite. It's still really great. In, in 3000 AM, AM standing for after Mario, go look for it. Wow. Yes. yes. Wow. All right, Fee, where can everybody find you? Um, other than your local graveyard, apparently, um, which is one foot in the grave. Um, I am here. Um, I am also on Twitch. Um, Twitch I'm also Dutch. there. <laughs> you also find her at Costco. Yeah. <laughs> Next week I'm wearing a Costco sweater, by the way. Um Costco cosplay. Costco cosplay. <laughs> anyway, um, you can find me over on um the Game Source Network for speaking of Stadia. We just came back last um this week. Um it was a lot of fun. I made a lot of faces. There was a lot of bad puns, and it was just a very good time. Um you can also um check like I said, you can check me out over on Twitch, um, where every Monday and Wednesday we are playing um fan um Final Fantasy, my goodness. Um, and right now we're going to be going into post storm um not storm oh my goodness, post shadow bringers. Um also if you guys go to the TikTok um see through canoe, I'm currently five um 7.5 k likes on my message like my comment where a guy is in a see-through canoe and there's a crocodile not crocodile an alligator underneath of it and i said i was holding my breath and being very silent in my apartment and i hope it helps so it's doing pretty good right now so there you go that's where you can find me on the internet right now you can find me that comment <laughs> <laughs> we might you might be seeing a new video a new TikTok on our TikTok uh, coming out uh, based on some of our Final Fantasy antics. So keep a lookout for that as well, because I know yeah. we were, there's some uh, there's some funny stuff the other night. Heck yeah! You can find me here on Point in Progress, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Point in Progress. If we record this, we record this uh, podcast live on Twitch.tv/slash Point in Progress. We can watch it every Friday. We have YouTube videos going out every, like, we have, like, four or five YouTube videos going out every week uh, with the podcast, Fantasy of Progress. Uh, we have the 15, uh, 15 and 15 coming out this week. And Secret uh, Project, don't say the name yet. And, 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 and Secret Project number one Shout coming out. 
yeah, yeah. issue so, one. Yeah. All right, secret secret project issue number one is coming out at some point. We can't really say because we haven't really finalized it yet, but it is coming. Oh, really, we know. Really We're soon. just that tech. Okay, yeah, okay. We know. They know. They know. We don't know, but you know, it's it's coming out soon. That's what I can say. It's coming out soon. But uh, yeah, you can follow me at uh, Beard in the Hair pretty much everywhere. Beard in the Hair Gaming and stuff like that. But most most importantly, Point in Progress, YouTube.com slash Point in Progress, Twitch.tv slash Point in Progress, Twitter.com slash Point in Progress. All of it's going to be in the description. Thank you guys so much. That is episode 31 of the Point in Progress podcast. Your one-stop shop for news, recommendations, and spicy takes. Join five friends across three time zones on two countries every week as we discuss things that we love while still thinking critically of them. Until next week. Progress has been made. Shout out to Amy Shout Hennig. out to uh, <laughs> Milana Veintrub. <laughs> <laughs>